from the beautiful Heritage Hotel in Southbury, Connecticut, this is Radio Rotary. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People applying Rotary's motto of service above self. And today we're speaking with young professionals who are part of Rotary's group student exchange teams. And I think... Study exchange, though. Study, study, I'm sorry. I had they to read your students, handwriting again. There were students at one time, but we're very delighted to have with us the, uh, the incoming... Which they, we name them incoming, right? right? Well, That's no, a the rotary incoming term. team from Taiwan who we'll be talking to after the commercial break. And our outgoing team, outgoing in more ways than one, because they went to Taiwan. They're also very outgoing personalities, uh, folks that have come uh, from all parts of the Hudson Valley and went together to Taiwan. But I think we will introduce first their team leader on our district uh, secretary, Jack Austin, everyone. Good morning, Jack, and welcome to Radio Rotary. Hi, Jonah and Sarah. Well, uh, tell us, uh, introduce uh, your team, team to us for a second. There are four team members, beside myself, uh, Lauren Yanks. Good morning, Hello. Lauren. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Colleen Foran. Hello. Hi there. Josie Gray. Hi, great to be here. Welcome. And Corey Spears. Hello. Corey the pool shark. Uh, now don't give away, uh, don't give away <laughs> a secret yet. Jack, tell us a little bit, before we have a chance to talk to the, your great team lead, uh, members, tell us a little bit, what is Group Study Exchange? Group Study Exchange is a program sponsored actually by Rotary International and the Foundation to encourage uh, better world understanding and friendships and world peace. And it involves adult exchanges from one country to another for roughly 30 days where the team members live with Rotary families in the foreign country and see a wide variety of cultural and vocational uh, experiences. And there's a certain age range for these professionals. Uh, the team leader, myself, can be any age. I'm a ro Rotary Club member. Uh, the team members are non-Rotarians and they need to be between the ages of 25 and 40. Can I go twice? Because I'm, I'm only, like, only I'm if like you're 30 lucky. times two. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try and do that math, Jonah. So <laughs> thank you. I, it was too much of a challenge. Well, let's meet some of your uh, great team members. We'll start with uh, Lauren Yanks. Lauren, tell us, uh, what is your profession, and um, why did you decide to go to Taiwan? Um, I am an English professor and at SUNY New Paltz, and I'm also a writer and a journalist. And um, I... I'm very interested in traveling the world and getting to know other cultures and helping to promote peace and friendship throughout the world. So is this why you were drawn to this program? What came first, the chicken or the egg? Did, did this interest of yours, was that a pre-exchange uh, program interest? Yes, absolutely. Um, last August I was in Nepal working with children who were rescued from trafficking. And, oh my um, goodness. I'm very interested in children's rights throughout the world. So um, I actually went to a Rotary Club to talk about my work in Nepal with these children. And that's when um, someone told me about this program and said you should apply. And um, I thought it would be a great educational experience. Now, when you went over to Taiwan, Lauren, did you connect up with other um, professors of language uh, and, and compare notes on how, how your professions may be the same or different? I did, I did, and I, I went and taught into uh, at a few schools. I taught at, um, they have English schools 
after after regular school, many of the kids go to English school. And so I taught at one of those schools, and I also taught at a couple, I think it was high school or universities, and um, I did a little bit of Shakespeare. So it was it was not just college level then. Yes. What it was all age range, elementary I taught it all or age range, all age ranges. And um, what I found, some you know, they were they were very well behaved. They were really really respectful, um, much more so than our students here. At the same time, though, um, the education is definitely different because it's very much by rote and memorization. There wasn't a lot of critical thinking skills, um, not a lot of creativity. I it, it was um, it was very interesting for me as an educator to to see how the differences. Well, let's turn to some of your colleagues. Now, you folks didn't know each other, is that right, Corey? Correct. And uh, I, I presume in the 30 days you've been together, you've uh, hopefully developed a very strong bond, a strong friendship. Is that right? Yes, definitely. definitely. Right, and Corey, tell us what you do for a living and uh, why you decided to go to uh, Taiwan. Um, I have two professions. I work for Dutchess Community College as a GED instructor, and I work at different sites within Poughkeepsie um, doing GED. Um, and that's, that's the uh, general equivalency diploma. Exactly. That's terrific. Yeah. Exactly. And what's your other profession? Um, I also own a music production company. I'm an artist and producer. And where are you based? Out of Poughkeepsie. Out of Poughkeepsie yes. as well. Okay. Yes. Did you want us to give any of your records airplay? We could, we could have some influence with uh, Hudson Valley Talk Radio. That would be wonderful. We have okay. no influence with Hudson Valley Talk Radio. I didn't say it was a lot. <laughs> so um, what was the most memorable part of the, of the trip to uh, Taiwan for you, Corey? Um, I would say just our... Uh, it was so much... Being with the host families was really touching for me, um, making a lot of different relationships um, and also working with the GSE team that came here. They accompanied us with a lot of our different vocational exchanges. Now, how many host families did you have or were you with one family the entire month? Um, no, we moved probably every three days. That's a busy schedule. Wow. Yes, it was extremely busy. Terrific. Yeah, Terrific. The longest we stayed at a host was probably five days. Four. Four? Yeah. Now, uh, same question to you. What was your professional experience? What what environment did you go into? And what did you take away from it? It's a um, follow-up question. Well, they gave me a lot of um, leeway to try to pursue music out there. So we went to a radio station out there, and then I went to a couple different record shops handing out CDs. Um, Maybe he can get us uh, syndicated in, in Taiwan. Oh, yes, because he actually does have some influence there, Jonah. That's right. <laughs> of course, you can listen. Who has the power? You can, listen to, radio, power? You can listen to Radio Rotary Around the World by going to Rotary District 7210 website and clicking on our, our archive shows. This, this show will be archived. It certainly will. Yeah. So, Corey, uh, how are things the same or different in, in your profession over there? Um... Well, I, I didn't find any GED programs out there, so that, that was tough for a vocational exchange. Um, it was just the pursuits I was able to make on the music end and being able to um, visit some of the high schools and universities was the... Do only. they have studio facilities there? Did we weren't able to find many in our area. Um, I did find one, but it was like in someone's house. And then we went to a university, and the communications program was very small. That's how we started this show, you know. <laughs> we were in somebody's house. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's turn to uh, some more of your colleagues. Josie Gray, Hi. good morning. Welcome to Radio Rotary. Thanks and so um, tell us about your profession and why you decided to go to Taiwan. 
Well, um, I work as a fundraiser for nonprofit organizations, um, and uh, for most of my career, I've been working at universities um, and environmental organizations. And currently, I work in Beacon, New York, for the Beacon Institute for Rivers and Estuaries. So, is that a full-time thing, or are you a freelance development nope, it's person? No, full-time. I'm okay, a full-time professional. And so, your employer lets you, all of you collectively, right. yeah. take a month a off it, yes. from your your job. And, and you have a job to go back to. Yes. That was pretty amazing to me also. I thought that my uh, colleagues were extremely supportive of this chance and they understood it as a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for and, me. And did you have time to or, or opportunity to speak to some charity fundraisers in Taiwan and see how well, they do it a bit differently? The, in fact, um, there's a charity fundraiser on our incoming team who works for a, a, a a really wonderful institution that served an orphanage, and I'm sure she'll tell you about that. Is that coincidental, or is that oh, yeah, something completely coincidental? Completely. I think that um, it was actually what I was going to say is that really it was hard. One thing I came to understand was that uh, my profession doesn't exist in the same way there. Um, so that was something new to me, but I did get a lot of information about some really innovative charities um, and how they raise money and what philanthropy means to Taiwanese is different from an American tradition of philanthropy. And, That's very and we, interesting. we need to talk before the break to uh, Colleen Foran, who is uh, also a member of the uh, team that went over to Taiwan. Colleen, good morning. And tell us, what's your profession and why did you decide to go to Taiwan? Hi, I'm a uh, health and physical education teacher in Washingtonville, New York. Um, I love traveling. I've been on uh, study exchange programs as a college student to both Australia and Spain. Um, I, I like, you know, uh, communicating and really learning about other cultures and people, and this was a great opportunity to be able to do that in uh, Taiwan. And, uh, I have a quick question for yeah, you, because yeah. I know we have to go to the break, and then, then we're going to come back to Colleen, I think. Um, how many of you are bilingual, if any of you? I mean, Chinese and yeah. any language. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a break. Any language was is anybody bilingual? I can barely speak English. Well, that's no secret. I'm from Brooklyn. I can speak a little bit of a lot of languages. I don't know. Says the college that. professor. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not fluent in Spanish. I'm gonna ask the question Sarah normally asks. How is the food? This is true. <laughs> food is very important. This is a controversial uh, question for our group because um, we all had very different experiences um, with how we felt about the food. But is it okay if I take this one? Yep, yeah, she loves food. I love the food there, and uh, um, I just I was very very adventurous about food, and I really wanted to try and eat everything I could. And there were some things I ate that I didn't like so much, but mostly I enjoyed it. This is not though the typical fare that we get in a Chinese no, takeaway restaurant. No, it's very here different than States. what we associate with as Chinese food. The shrimp have eyes. They still have heads on them. They don't and they, the they, and they, the Taiwanese would even laugh to themselves about how they eat every part of every animal and things that maybe other people don't want to eat. So we got used to a lot of um, things. But they were also extremely generous with food, and there was always plenty. And they really wanted to make sure we were well fed. And just in our closing moments uh, with you fine folks, uh, would you recommend uh, the group study exchange to people who might be listening? Absolutely. Yeah, very good. And Jack, if people are interested in that, they can go to our Rotary District website? Yes, or contact any local Rotary Club, and uh, most of them will know information about Group Study Exchange and how to submit an application. 
Well, uh, Jack Austin and members of the outgoing group Study Exchange, thank you so much for joining thank us on Radio so Rotary. Thank you. And who do we have to thank, Sarah, for bringing us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Radio Rotary is brought to you by Rotary District 7210 and the clubs of Arlington, Blooming Grove, Washingtonville, Carmel, Chester, Chestnut Ridge, Congress Valley Cottage, Fiskill, Highland, Hyde Park, Kingston, Kingston Sunrise, and LaGrange. And you're listening to Radio Rotary on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. We're coming to you from the beautiful Heritage Hotel in Southbury, Connecticut. My name's Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is the effervescent Sarah O'Connell. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. Not all superheroes wear capes. Most wear jeans or sweaters or suits, just like ordinary people, because that's what they are. They are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, men and women whose superpowers are the capacity to care and the desire to make the world better. So the next time you need a superhero, don't look in the sky, look in the mirror. Learn more at Rotary.org. Rotary, humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Radio Rotary is brought to you by Beach Grove Technology, providing natural dietary supplements for a healthier life. Beach Grove Technologies' herbal supplements are uniquely designed to prevent premature aging, eye problems, and weight loss. Beach Grove Technology is now featuring its latest natural product, cultivated American wild ginseng. So take charge of your life with Beach Grove Technologies' safe natural products. Visit bgtsupplements.com or call 800-861-4933. That's bgtsupplements.com, 800-861-4933. Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Oh, welcome back to Radio Rotary. This has been such an exciting uh, show for us, Jonah. We are broadcasting. Every show I do with you is exciting. Oh, gosh. Suck up, suck up, suck up. <laughs> Shameless suck up. We are broadcasting from the beautiful Heritage Hotel in South Prairie, Connecticut. And again, it's Radio Rotary, the show that you and I host every week. Today, we're having a very special segment. Um, we've been talking about the um, group study exchange, and there are two types of teams, um, the inbound and the outbound. Right. And we have the pleasure of having with us from Taiwan the uh, group who has come here to visit us uh, throughout the spring uh, for 30 days. And I'd like to first introduce their team leader, Rotarian Richard Yeh. Richard, good morning and welcome to Radio Rotary. Good morning. Uh, pleasure to have you and your team here. Now, um, you are the only Rotarian of the group, is that correct? Yes. And uh, what made you decide to uh, take, you know, a month off from your profession and bring people here to see the United States? Well, that's uh, the RI uh, Rotary Foundation mm -hmm. provides this uh, opportunity to have the social worker come to learn and see different things in different countries. Uh, and is this, is, this, is this your first visit to the United States? Oh, I've been to this beautiful country many times. Oh, yeah? yeah. Well, welcome back. Yeah. I'd like to say hello to a few of your colleagues. We have... Four lovely ladies. Yes, four, what a lucky guy Richard is, huh? <laughs> what a lucky guy you are. That's true. I'm surrounded by now five <laughs> lovely ladies I'm sharing with Richard. And Yi Cheng Lo? Yes. Ah, there oh. you are. Now, everyone's got interesting nicknames. 
Yes. Did you just adopt these nicknames for the trip, or is this something that you have no. in Taiwan? Yes, I uh, I got the fairy is my nickname fairy. in Taiwan. Uh-huh. Since my studying in my university, um, I have an American uh, English teacher. She is so tall. Um, as you can see, Very I'm tall. so tiny. Oh, well, <laughs> so you're, you're petite. We, we have an American saying, good things come in small packages. <laughs> and, and I'll verify that, okay? <laughs> we're we're well, all about the same size here. Now, Sarah, everyone on radio thinks you're six foot tall. Oh, Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's also not telling the truth. Right. I'll be and nice. I'll be nice, I promise. We need to introduce the rest of our guests. Right. Uh, let's see. We have uh, Tun Hu Chang. Hi. Hi, and your nickname is Elfin. Yeah, my why, name is Elfin. Why did you choose that name? Oh, uh, because uh, that name is uh, my friend give uh, help us to to sing. Uh, my friend and uh, my friend uh, she like to uh, see the cartoon. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I have the big ears and I'm short, so. All right. Yeah, so I I got the, that okay. name. Okay. Yeah. And with you is I Ting Lin. Did they get that right? Yeah, um, it's actually eating Ling. Eating Ling, thank you. And you have a much easier one to figure out, Kate. <laughs> yes. Why Kate? Because um, I actually look it up from the dictionary, and uh-huh. then I like the meaning of Kate. And cause, which um, is? Which is? Pure, if I'm oh, not wrong. Oh, very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very good. And next to you is uh, 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 Carol. Hello. All right, and Carol, how do you pronounce your name in Chinese? Hao Wei Wu. Okay. And now each of you has a different profession. And we'll go back to um, Richard Ye. And your your nickname is Bed. So, yeah. I, I, you know, this is a family show. So we'll have to explain why you have that nickname, you know, even though you're surrounded by five beautiful okay. women. There's a tradition in Taiwan. Uh-huh. All the Rotarians have a nickname. Most of the nickname relate to his job. All right. I was a bedroom furniture manufacturer. Okay. There so you go. Makes perfect named, sense. Named the bed. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you were a non-believer there, John. No, not not for a moment. And um, fairy, it was uh, yes. Ying Cheng Mo. Yes. You are a um, social worker. Is that yes. correct? Yes. And uh, have you spoken to social workers here in the United States? Uh, to compare notes on your job? Yes, uh, actually I uh, visit a couple of uh, social, uh, non-government organizations in the United States and I, see, I saw the total difference with uh, Taiwanese, you know, uh-huh. since uh, I'm social worker for uh, NGO and I also do fundraising uh, in order to help these uh, uh, disabled children and the orphanage in Taiwan. Uh, but um, the most uh, uh, in the difference is uh, uh, America is a, a, a big, big, big country, you know, so uh, social welfare is very well in here. Mm-hmm. So in Taiwan, I do this uh, fundraising job. It's very difficult. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I, I know you mentioned Ch- uh, America being so big. Um, yes. Taiwan's a sm- relatively yes. small island with 23 yes. million people yes. on it. Yes. Um, were you sort of amazed when you see how big uh, the United States is, especially even in the Hudson Valley, how many parks we have and how everything is spread out? Did that surprise you? Yes. Uh-huh. And um, now we can talk to Elfin, right? Hi. Hi there. And you are an employee of the government in the Cultural Affairs Bureau. What do you do yes. with that? Uh, my job is about to preserve and promote the traditional operas. Oh, the tr- traditional ways of your people? I'm sorry, which, what kind of traditions? 
traditional operas. Oh, opera. Operas, yeah. music. Opera. She's oh, the music yeah. girl. Traditional Chinese opera, not oh. Puccini and things of that nature. Taiwanese opera. Taiwanese opera. There you go. Very good. And do you sing? Uh, sometimes. Okay. Well, but you play you play musical instruments, don't you? Yeah. You're a musician yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And did you attend the opera here in the United States or listen on the radio? We have the opera on the radio every Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Have you, have you heard American opera? Yeah. How does it compare? Uh, they are so different. Uh, but uh, I think uh, um, uh, in the American class is the uh, pop, uh, maybe it's the uh, classical, but in the Taiwanese, the traditional opera is so uh, a, a special race people to to play that. So yes, yeah, so it's it's mixed in with your spirituality as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And how long did you start studying music as a young girl, as a, a child? Yeah. Yeah. And what's your favorite instrument? Oh, guzheng, the Chinese instruments. Uh huh. Does yeah. it have strings, or is it? Uh, do you blow into it? Do you do you beat it? Do you play it? Oh, that uh, that uh, that is a string long beater. Uh huh. Uh, it have uh, it have uh, uh, twenty one strings, and I need to use the uh, finger to pick pick up it. Yeah. Right. Is it like an American guitar? Guitar. Uh, I think maybe similar with a harp. Oh, harp. Oh, yeah. Harp. Very interesting. And um, Kate, uh, we have in our studio audience a lot of ladies who would like to, to meet you because you're a designer and retailer <laughs> of ladies' jewelry, correct? Yes, that's right. And um, why did you decide to come to the United States? Because, um, well... The America is such you know, a big country, as Blackberry said, and because um, uh, in the New York City there are lots, lots like shops that related to my industry, and uh, that's why I wanted to come over here and see if I can meet somebody in the same field. And for our listening audience, because this is radio and you can't see, Miss Kate has some bling on her finger. That's very <laughs> impressive. So. And what, 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 what did you? Uh, what was your impression of the American jewelry industry compared to what you have at home in Taiwan? Um, it's very different because, like in Taiwan, people prefer to buy something like particular stuff, gemstones, especially for jade and diamonds only. And but the people in the states, they can buy, they accept all sorts of color stones, not just the diamonds only. All right, and uh, let's talk to Carol for just a second. You are, um, uh, what what is your your profession, Carol? I'm a business secretary. You're a secretary. All right, and uh, for what kind of uh, organization? Um, in the photo and design company. Oh, and so it's another creative. Yeah. Uh, this is a very creative team. And uh, artistic you know, team, artistic it's a shame, team. It's a shame we don't have television because one of Carol's hobbies is belly dancing, and that doesn't work on the radio. <laughs> and you know this how? It's in her biography. Okay. <laughs> I come to, I'm just trying to keep come, you honest. I come to these shows prepared. Uh huh. <laughs> Unlike your co-host. So Carol, why did you decide to do belly dancing? Is this the kind of belly dancing you see on in the movies with with yes. um, from the Arabia? Yeah, the same. How does that translate into Taiwanese? <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Say that ten times fast, Jonah. No, no, no. So, you're, you're here. Is this everybody's first trip to America other than Richard? Yeah, all right. First. Pretty much, all right. Most of you, a first trip to America. And uh, what was the most surprising thing about our country? Well, I think that because um, we have to move along, like, as we go, and we stay with different house families, mm -hmm. and they like, the thing that we are very surprised that people they are very nice to us. Yes, like it's 
because we didn't know each other before, but they are so like friendly to us, and then they offer us a very beautiful room and place to stay with them. So it really is the host families. Yeah, I mean, I've talked to you um, outside of this interview, so I did prepare a little bit, just just that. in case. And and they all keep that 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 comes out immediately as an immediate response, which is the most honest response. And I'd like to ask the girls, your English is really it's very good. It's much better than my Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you all start studying English? Is it part of your curriculum when you're very young? In the secondary school, secondary right. school, which is our equivalent of junior high school. Yes. yes. Now, in the one minute we have left, um, is there anything um, that you found overwhelming about America? I know we had um, group study exchange folks from other uh, nations, and they were almost overwhelmed by the size of things and and by the fact that we have pet dogs in the house. It was very torrent. And we're very loud. Yes, we are. Me especially. So um, before she asked you about how you like the food, was there anything about the United States culture that you found um, hard to to, uh, deal with? Don't you have to be polite. (laughs) Well, the world become very small, so we can taste the food everywhere. Uh So uh, it's not difficult for us to have the American food here. Yeah. Very good. All right. Well, uh, Richard Ye and all the entire Taiwan Group Study Exchange team, thank you so much for joining us on Radio Rotary, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your stay here in the United States. Thank you. And Sarah, tell us, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Radio Rotary is brought to you by Rotary District 7210 and the clubs of Millbrook, Newburgh, New Paltz, New Windsor, Cornwall, North Rockland, Pleasant Valley, Port Jervis, Poughkeepsie, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, and Southern Ulster. For Sarah O'Connell, this is Jonah Trebowasser. Thanking you for tuning in. And we're inviting you to come again next Friday morning at 9 for another edition of Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Thank you.